0: Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Audible presented by 3M. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Tatum Everett, and uh, today we have the special privilege of being joined by, in my opinion, two future Gold Jacket Hall of Famers. Um, Mr. Harrison Smith, Mr. Patrick Peterson, fellas, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I guess first things first, we just got a win in London. Did it take longer for your body to get adjusted there or get adjusted back being here in the States?
2: I'd probably say there. When I got back, when we got back Saturday, well, Monday morning, I'm talking about Saturdays, so I might still be <laughs> in London sure, right sure. now. sure? You sure? But uh, when we got back uh, Monday morning, you know, pretty much slept up until it was time to come and get our, you know, um, our lift in, mm-hmm. and after that, I felt pretty normal for the most part.
3: Yeah, I feel good now. Uh, that first day in London <clears throat> was like kind of the, mm-hmm. yeah. you gotta just ride that one out. <laughs> and we were good after
2: that.
1: Right. You had the opportunity, uh, I guess, practice on the golf course too at the hotel, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I guess anybody getting any swings cool. in? No, they had like this pretty cool hidden bay, but okay. I didn't have my, the proper equipment. <laughs> I didn't have the cliques, didn't have my yeah. own clubs. I'm a guy, I like to put up my sticks. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: <laughs> did they have a sim- simulator?
2: They did.
3: Yeah.
1: They
2: yeah. didn't have
3: any lefties, lefty <laughs> sticks in there.
0: Though. Yikes. Yeah.
1: You got to just start packing sticks with you. <laughs>
0: I, I, we had
3: talked about it. But, we did. Uh, but the was time ca- was in, wasn't enough time. Over.
1: It is what it is. Well, uh, we, on the Audible, we like to start things off with icebreaker. So okay. every show we do this thing called Two Truths and a Lie. So mm. I'm sure you guys have played it. Yeah. So P2, we're going to start with you. You want to flip your card over. Harrison, okay. send this up to you to figure out which two sentences are true and which one is a lie, all right?
2: I made the Pro Bowl the first eight years of my career. That's A, so do I just go A, B? Yeah, A, B, C. that's A. (laughs) B, I was a Heisman finalist during my final year at LSU. I formally changed my name from Johnson to Peterson after arriving to LSU. There's two truth and one lie. Which one is it?
3: I feel like all of those are true. But I, <laughs> was B the Heisman one? I feel like you were in the Heisman though.
2: Which were you saying that's true or that's a lie?
3: The first one's true. That eight yep. Pro Bowls is true. Yeah. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And the name is true too.
2: Yep. So, so B, B that is supposed to
3: be a lie. <laughs> all right, <laughs> right
1: here yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the process of elimination. There. I
0: still yeah.
3: feel like B should be true though.
0: Should have been. <laughs> should have been. been. I remember I the did. Heisman pose yeah. though against West yeah. Virginia yeah. that year.
1: But, like, that has to be a lot of pressure, though, right? Like, coming Mm -hmm. out of high school, Mm -hmm. going to college, living up to expectations, and then doing it in the
2: league. What's the toughest part of living up to those expectations? People think I'm crazy all the time when I say this. Like, I've seen myself in the position that I'm I'm in already, so it's almost like a movie. So, it's like I've dreamed this this part of my life already. I'm just going along with the flow. So, guys always, they'll tell you, like, I'm never too high, never too low, just even kill. And that's what... Makes me who I am, I guess. <laughs> so the Vikings. You dreamed of being with the Vikings. <laughs> um, I could. I, I dreamt of being in the NFL. I dreamt okay. of winning a Super Bowl. That's you know some got to be somewhere in the future. Um, and I just always just dreamt being around great guys, having a positive impact on people's lives. And thus far throughout my life, I've been able to do that.
0: That's awesome.
1: I know. Uh, the other question on there was. I didn't know that you had formally changed your last name.
2: Yes, yes, like, I was Johnson. My mom, my mom and my dad, they was in high school when they had me. So they were 17 and 19. Um and where my mom comes from, if you're not married, you are the the, mo- the mother's last name. And my mom's last name was Johnson. Then my uh my parents end up getting married when I uh my senior year in high school. So with me being the player that I was in high school, they would have think uh thought that I was cheating the game, changing birth certificates and all that stuff. So my dad just made a family decision was saying, we'll just change your name once we get to LSU, it would be just a clean slate. And it was much easier and went into LSU as Peterson instead of Johnson. Man, could have been PJ, but now you're P2. (laughs) Harrison, it's on you.
1: Your turn. Flip the card over, you gotta figure out which one's a true and which one is a lie.
3: I played linebacker the first two years of my college career at Notre Dame. That's true. I recently welcomed my newborn daughter, Eleanor James Smith, this past summer.
2: That's true. So this has to be the lie. I, won-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I won the state championship in the 100-meter race in track and field in high school.
2: That's false. <laughs> How you know? I don't know, but I know the first two are true for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Process of elimination. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I do like how your brains operated like that, though. Uh-huh. You guys were like, these are the facts, this is how I see things, right. it's black and white, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, that was really nice. Yeah, It's almost like that's how you approach, and I'm going to make this horrible segue, the game itself, right? Like, mm-hmm. you guys are, you seem like you kind of think very similarly.
2: Yeah, I think we do, <laughs> which is, I don't know if it came with, you know, the amount of football that we played. Uh, With the guys that we played with previously in our career, you know, just even from day one, it was just like, Mm -hmm. it was like a perfect marriage, man. There wasn't much that we needed to talk about. He saw things I saw um, the same way. And it just made made him and I communication a lot easier, Mm -hmm. you know, our first year around at it.
1: Yeah. I feel like there are so many times on the field where like I see you guys look at each other and like one of you two make each other, right? And they yeah. <laughs> each other up. like, do you have an example of like a moment where you just made each other, right?
2: <laughs> just yeah, had one Sunday. I, mean,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead wrong and he made me right.
2: <laughs> Which was, was
3: uh, no... I, we, I can't, we can't reveal it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, you're, you're right. Let's okay.
1: well, right. go to last year. Was there a play last year that you could like share to the audience that you were like, okay, I made him right or he made me right?
2: I'm yeah. sure there was. Yeah, man. I'm sure. I can't think okay. of any I last year. I know it has been a couple in the run game okay. to where I'm reading off him. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just it's just a field thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: And a lot of it's like, sometimes it's like pre-snap. It's like, if he does this, yeah. I'll do this, you do that. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's just kind of real
2: quick. And, like, right. and I think that's what makes the game slower for us because once we see a certain formation, we are like, all right, be 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 on alert for this. Or they might be running running this route, you know. And then once the the, the snap is... The ball is snapped. Now that's when we're able to play much slower. And then when they do give us what we're alert for, that's how we're just, we're just it makes it easy for us to fall into position.
0: Continuing with this similarity situation, we got going on 30 career interceptions, 29 career interceptions, right neck and neck. But I think. Heading into the Bears game last season, mm-hmm. so the, the finale, you yep. hadn't had an interception yet. <laughs> You've had one every single season mm-hmm. until this past one, which you were able to cash in on. Yep. Were you thinking about that at all when no you? No doubt about it, I yeah. was.
2: You know, because you know, as a DB, you always want to have an opportunity to intercept, you know, a quarterback on any given Sunday. And you know, I wasn't getting many opportunities. Got the hamstring injury. Uh, then early on in the year, wasn't getting many targets, just had to make the best of the targets that was coming my way. You know, but for the most part, just had to stick with it. You know, I just knew it was going to come. I even told Harry, <laughs> <laughs> before we went out, I told him the to celebration, what I'm going to do. I said, I'm getting <laughs> a pick six this game by any <laughs> means necessary. He said
3: pick six, and he hadn't said that the whole year. He
1: didn't yeah,
2: say pick said- Once again, Dalton to throw it.
3: Year. Touchdown, Minnesota! Bam! 65 yards. You knew when you know. You he know. actually yeah. like had us practice the celebration, wow. Yeah. and he kind of forgot it after he scored. He
2: reminded me. He really me back. There. <laughs> like as it was
3: happening, I was like, "Wow! Like he he really yeah. he called this."
2: <laughs> what was the celebration? Do you? It was me. Okay. I, I was telling him. I was like, "I want to come back here. I'm gonna get a pick six. I'm gonna go in the middle of the the, um, the stadium." I'ma shake your hand. I'ma sign act like I'm signing a contract, and I'm back here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All
3: right. What, what go?
1: What are some of the traits that makes a player a ball hawk? Like somebody that's all all always around the ball. There's almost 60 interceptions between the two of you guys.
3: Interceptions don't always tell the whole story, mm-hmm. and I think most of his career kind of being a man corner. Right. His number of interceptions is more impressive than my number of interceptions as a safety, where I get to have a little more vision. Mm-hmm and be a little freer to chase the ball where he's following a man all and then getting his eyes back at the last second. Right. So that's, that's a little tougher to actually catch the ball in that scenario because that ball is not coming to you. Yeah. Right. Where I have a little bit of an advantage in that regard just because I get to look. Being a ball hawk, you can do it different ways. Like yeah. it's always about just how you line up. Mm-hmm. If you can recognize anything pre-snap, like we've talked about, like slowing things down, uh, eliminating things that aren't going to happen, right. and then I could get this, this, or this, mm-hmm. and then going from there.
0: I'm not sure if you know this, but Harrison's first interception was against the Cardinals. You were at the game. I don't know if you know that or not, but what uh, do you
2: – We th- actually th- talked about Did that? you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, – was that Christian Ponder's year?
3: Yeah, he was our quarterback. It was John Skelton for you. Yes.
1: Skelton, three-step
3: drop, steps away from the pressure, runs up the middle, fires, intercepted, and it's picked off by Harrison Smith. The rookie comes to the right side, inside the 20 to the
1: 15,
2: leap through the end zone. Then we got beat up pretty good too. Yeah, I think
3: we, <laughs> I think we won by a couple of scores. Yeah.
1: yeah. One thing that you guys have in common is you both your first, your second career pick sixes both came against the Chicago Bears. So mm-hmm. I guess that's something that you guys both have in common. And okay. I know Harry, you, you vividly remember that one, right?
3: Yeah, I remember that one.
1: What goes on in your mind? What's the first thing that happens outside of okay, let's score?
3: It's like this. You get like a crazy rush. Mm-hmm. Um, that I man, I haven't really felt doing many other things. Um, <laughs> Because you're not supposed to have it. Like, you're right. not supposed to have the ball. So when you get it and you just, like, you get this flush over your body and you, like, start running a little faster than you're used to running and just <laughs> trying to find an opening. Uh, I remember that when I caught it in the middle of the field. It was kind of like some sort of cover three. And I had to make a guy miss, and then I hit the sideline on the right and had, like, a nice little caravan. Mm-hmm. So you're just trying to find your blockers and some space right. yeah. and just see what happens.
2: For me, it was a little different because I had the opportunity to play pump returner so with me, with the, when, whenever I get an opportunity to get the ball in my hands, I'm automatically thinking touchdown. Mm. You know, setting up my blocks. You know, always you want to get it in and get it out to the near sideline, whichever sideline that you want. Or like I did in the Chicago game, if I have to cut it back across the field, we'll have to let that be as well. But I think with me having, you know, the return skills that I was able to showcase in college and in the early stages of my career, um, I just think it makes it easier for me when I do get an interception to try to take it back to the house. Well, speaking of taking it back to the house, you got to take your kids back to the house. So yeah, I do. We won't
1: have Patrick Peterson <laughs> on the second portion of the show, but Harrison Smith will stick around. P2, appreciate you. I appreciate you guys.
0: Stay tuned for more of the Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Feel to the roof and everywhere in between. 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings, is here. Visit Vikings.com backslash Skull Science to learn more.
1: We are back. This is the Audible presented by 3M. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Tatum Everett. Uh, the first segment of the show we had Patrick Peterson, and if you missed that, head on over to Vikings.com to hear that segment. But Harrison Smith is still on the show, and uh, Harry, I appreciate you sticking around. First and foremost. Last week, we had Cam Bynum and Josh Mantellis on the show. And we started, I, I asked him, I said, who's the best trash talker on the team? And, of course, the first person they said was Chris Boyd. And I was like, oh, who, who else talks trash? And they were like, well, Harrison Smith, he talks trash, but it's like on a different level. <laughs> Harry be talking, but people don't. Subtle, he, he's subtle. He be saying subtle, subtle. Harrison subtle. Smith?
2: Watch the Watch a TV copy he's last subtle. year
1: against the Niners. It's hilarious. He's subtle. Really? You'll see. <laughs> So Harry, Harry's out there getting busy. Harry talks to coaches. <laughs> oh, that's
2: like Harry Arizona. will go to the sideline and say something. Anybody say something real
1: stutter, <laughs> like a little, little small little thing. <laughs> they say you talk trash to coaches.
3: <laughs> that's not really true. Like, <laughs> uh, I guess I like, I like, um, I like comedy. I like, okay. like making jokes and not making like light of things. But like, we spend a lot of time together and. We do a lot of talking and communicating, so, like, you got to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, like, more the coach's age is at this point <laughs> than some of the younger guys, so um, we keep it good, yeah.
0: Do you find that maybe the trash-talking doesn't, they don't understand it if they're younger? I mean, is it, like, an is it an age thing?
3: No, I think it's when you're younger, you're just trying to you're trying to figure out yeah. the plays and this and that, where I've been around kind of long enough to where, can mix it up a little bit with some of the coaches.
1: (laughs) I mean, we've heard plenty of players talk about, you know, how being a father has, like, given them more purpose when they're on the field. Mm. Is that the same way for you? Like, do you find a little bit more purpose in the game or purpose in the way you, I guess, go about life now that you have a daughter?
3: I'd say go go about, like, life. But when it comes to just, like, playing football, honestly, no. Okay. That would be a lie to say. Because, like, whenever I've been able to play football, like, it's always just, it's so like everything when you're when you're in it. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know how you could really change that at this point. <laughs> I get that. I mean, I mean you're
1: double digits into the league now, so I get it.
0: What makes you excited to continue to play every day, to wake up and and do this for a living?
3: To win, you know, even things you I might have messed up in like training camp, like I hold on to, and <laughs> you know, games obviously, and the wins you you savor the individual win on a play that nobody else knows about and you're like, that was, that was a good rep. Or the one you didn't do, but it didn't, it wasn't glaring then, but it hurt somebody else. And it's like, I could have helped him there, this and that. It's just, it's such a good game because it's not, it's not just physical. There's so much mental that goes into it at this level that it's like, it's just such a, there's so much going on. It's just so team oriented and uh, so many guys affect other guys. And then the physicality is a factor. Like, sometimes you can just beat somebody. Um, so it's just, there's not really a game like it.
1: I mean, I've always, I think I told you this before, um, you have more rushing guards than Dalvin Cook, probably career-wise, just from how often you run back and forth in a line of scrimmage. Like, how exhausted are you after a game just from disguising coverages We're starting at the line of scrimmage and then running to a deep third?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some games more than others. Okay. Um, you know, those are I think that like that's stuff I I didn't think about f- for many years. And mm-hmm. then I started like I kept kind of watching. I was like, man, that game, I was really tired. Like, why was I so tired? And it's that it's like before the play snapped, I ran 40 yards. Like, why do you <laughs> of course I'm tired. Um, so try to try to keep track of that a little bit. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> a lot has been made about this staff and bringing in new changes at nutrition wise and and things to make your body healthy. How are you feeling with all these new changes and what's something that maybe they've brought that's really helped you this season?
3: I think just like steady, steady routine. It's not just one day, you know, they say, oh, we got this and this and we're gonna, we're gonna do all this stuff. Like that happens a lot in every, I'm sure in every business and things you highlight, you wanna emphasize something and you emphasize it for a day or two and then it kind of gets stale and you forget about mm-hmm. it. Um, where we've, we've stayed on top of it. It's every day, all day, you need anything, come ask if you don't need anything, we're still gonna suggest some things to you. Yeah. Um, so our, our whole staff and Remy and, and everybody has done an awesome job.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point in your career, like being smarter about your health is more important than being physical and trying to be the biggest safety now, right? Would you, mm-hmm. would you agree at that point?
3: Yeah, and you kind of got to, uh, know what is demanded of your body on the field. What's, you know, a safety in a different scheme may be asked to do different things or a linebacker or what have you. So you got to figure out what, uh, what's needed from your body and then adjust accordingly.
0: What have you enjoyed about, I guess, almost mentoring Cam Bynum, Josh Metellus, Lewisine in, in this process, in this particular defense so far?
3: Well, this defense is new to me, too. That's true. Um, and there's some carryover and just years of experience and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so we're all learning it together. But there's there's obviously some things that I can say this happened to me mm-hmm. six years ago or whatever. And like. Um, Quite a memory. Like, like we were talking about, I, like I, as a safety, you tend to remember some of the bad things. Mm-hmm. So all, like, I sit next to Cam and I'll be like, hey, it's 2014. <laughs> like this happened. And he'll be like, how do you remember that? I'm like, because I got hurt because I missed the tackle or whatever. And, uh, and so I, I think being able to share some of those things, I don't know if they help or not. Uh, it's fun, one thing, but I think it, it also gives them, um, like maybe that's a mistake I made that they don't have to make. It's pretty fun and they, like, they're all such, uh, they're like me, like they love the scheme of football and the mental side of it. And when you can talk to guys without having to draw anything and they can, you can all envision, okay, that was the formation this is the situation. This is what happened. It's pretty, it's pretty cool.
1: Well, uh, just speaking of just schemes and getting rid of bad memories, we had a bad memory week two this year against the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts. How much of that game, preparing for that game, can you use when preparing for a guy in Justin Fields to mm-hmm. similar, similar style running quarterback that, that can throw the ball?
3: You know that's obviously a game we we didn't get done what we wanted to get done, um, and Hurts Hertz played great. He's he's having a great season. So yeah, we're gonna look at those things and see what we could maybe do better. Some things maybe we we did a good job with that we want to carry over. So yeah, you always want to learn from your past success and mistakes.
1: Are there any similarities between the two, or is Justin Fields does this game help you prepare for future games? You know what I'm saying, like with the the style of quarterback, uh,
3: to some degree. Okay. Say so, yeah. Um, okay. You know, there's most of the guys nowadays have some ability to run. Um, you know, I think those two guys are on one extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> I No, your honesty is very refreshing. I act, like when you, when we say something or we talk about something, you're like, no, not really. I, I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like,
1: okay, cool. I'm like, you're like, right. Got it. I Bet. was always
0: wondering. Thanks for answering. <laughs> no, but, uh, but in all seriousness, so when you guys, if you're going for 4-1, and one, you're going for a 3-0 oh, start in the division, like how – how much of an impact can something like a start like that do for a locker room, long term?
3: Man, honestly, I've been on starts that weren't great, and we ended up yeah. making the playoffs. And I've been on like five and zero starts that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the only constant is that the NFL season is a roller coaster, and um, keeping that even, that even keeled mindset, and Just staying on top of if if you if you won, but you messed, you know, these things up, Mm -hmm. focus on those things. Mm -hmm. Don't just say, oh, we won. It's cool. It'll figure itself out. Or you only care when you lose to fix things. Um, Those things add up over time.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Harrison, we talked about pick six six earlier. We talked about, you know, just some of the history you and Patrick Peterson uh, have together. Um, Patrick Peterson, his touchdown celebration earlier. I, I gotta ask this because I'm assuming you're gonna get you're gonna get another pick six before this year is over or your career is over. Mm-hmm. What is it going to take for you to hit the gritty?
3: <laughs> a lesson. Huh? A lesson from JJ. <laughs> a
1: lesson. <laughs> oh, hey, less. That's it.
3: Um, it's gotta be a pretty involved lesson. Yeah. I feel like my it'd be- bees are lacking. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah, I think I would do it. I would do it in that case, and it'd have to be like, it'd have to be a big game. It wouldn't okay. have to just be like, it's just a regular game, I guess. <laughs> Explain what a big game is. Like a playoff game, okay. something like that, or to win the division at the end of the there season, something like that.
0: Okay.
3: Well, Tatum,
1: I, I guess the next, the next show, we, we should probably do it in a standing formation, have Harrison Smith, Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. on, both of both the guys on the show. We play the music, and then they gritty for the next two minutes.
0: I mean, I, mean, I could use a lesson, too. Mine is not. <laughs> thank you. It's not pretty.
1: Well, you don't <laughs> want the lesson for me. We just have JJ do it and have someone else sit in my spot. But Harrison, uh, thank you for sitting in that spot today. We truly appreciate you uh, giving your insight, your knowledge. We got another division game this week, so all of us are excited just as you are. So for Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith, Tatum Everett, my name is Gabe Henderson. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another edition of the Audible presented by 3M.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of The Audible. The Audible is presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.